Welcome to Faith, Inspire, and Transform with Simo, where I talk about all things that tie into your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. As women in today's society, there is constant comparison and expectations that drive a version of ourselves that is not truly us. I help women to break those chains, find their fit, and break out of their comfort zone while allowing God to move and lead them. Let's dig in. Hey everyone, welcome back to Faith, Inspire, and Transform with Simo. I am your host, Simo Rodriguez, hoping you are all doing well and just living it up, doing the things that set your soul on fire. Um, Today, I wanted to tap into something that really ties into everything that I've been talking about, what I've gone through, how I've gone through it and stuff. And we just want to, today I want to connect it to exercise. So what I'm going to be talking about is stress and how do the, how do those two things even, you know, apply together or come together? What is it about those two things that I'm going to discuss? So no worries, we going to dig right in. But of course, I want, I would love to start this off like always with scripture. And today we are going to go with Joshua 1, 9. And that says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So I love this scripture because I really feel that it applies to what it is that I want to talk about. You know, he's he's told us plenty of times, you know, in, in many different ways in his word in the Bible about how he will cover us. He's he's with us no matter where we go. He wants us to remain strong. He wants us to remain courageous because we are walking in his word, his power, his authority. He has already claimed all victories for us. We just need to literally be still and trust in him and all that he's doing for us. And that really, really applies to the amount of stress that we allow to come into our lives. You know, stress is something that you know, triggers various negative emotions within us because we are so focused on whatever that stress is, how it's impacting us, how we're going to get through it instead of just giving it to God and allowing him to to fight that battle for us. So one thing that I hear a lot um, with stress and exercise is that, you know, I hear people say, exercise is my therapy. So I'm going to go on a small tangent (laughs) before I continue. You know, some people don't like that phrase and they take it literal and judge those who use it. Yes, there are people who solely rely on exercise to fix their problems. However, there are some that it truly helps them in addition to actual therapy. So I just feel, especially based on how the world is going and how judgmental we can be and the things that we do and say, we should just really stop making things more than what it is and just be more encouraging. You know, if if we hear something or don't understand it or something, ask questions. You know, the worst thing that can happen is that the person you're asking questions tells you, you know, politely to mind your business or they don't want to talk about it or something along those natures. Um. But yeah, so that's just my take on that. You know, if you if you want to use that phrase, use that phrase. Just be prepared to answer some questions. 
And again, you have a choice to answer it or not answer it. Um, so back on to the topic of the podcast. <laughs> if you aren't familiar with it, we have a main stress hormone called cortisol. It's basically like our built-in alarm system, you know, working with parts of our brain to help control our mood, motivation, fear, etc., and things of that nature. It also um, manages how our body performs certain functions, like how we use carbs, fat, and protein, um, how we keep our inflammation down, it, you know, how it can boost energy so we can handle stress and restore balance afterwards and things like that. Um, and, and what's crazy about it is that you know, that that hormone is is helping us manage stress. You know, it's released in our system to help calm us down, help us, you know, work through whatever it is and stuff. However, if we have too much of it, then everything just gets out of whack. You know, if you're living in fight or flight mode, resulting in you basically living in constant alarm mode, if you will, it will affect our bodies in a negative way resulting in various health problems and things that we don't care to experience like anxiety depression headaches heart problems and things of that nature and then you know there's the other side where where um we will um you know there's too much cortisol that's being created, which can result in weight gain. And, you know, one of the things that tripped me out is I, I saw somewhere that it says it can also create skin bruising. Um, I've never seen that or whatever. I'm very curious about it. I actually should have researched that more before um, I talked about it so I can give you guys some little details on it. But I'll save it for another time. But another thing I know is like it can create muscle weakness. And then when we have too little here comes that extreme tiredness and you know that muscle weakness actually starts to get worse and we lose our appetite we lose weight when we're not intending to lose weight and stuff so it's just like this up and hill up and down um battle of trying to to balance it and figure out what's going on because of the stress that we're under and we're releasing too much we're not releasing enough and we're not managing our stress levels and we're making ourselves sick and things like that so you're basically like these are basically the the result of chronic stress and nine times out of ten we don't even realize that that's what's going on because how we're living and functioning every single day is normal to us it's normal to us. And it's also how the world portrays things like, you know, it's normal to live in fight or flight mode. It's normal to be working, you know, 24 hours a day. It's normal to be pulled here and to pull, be pulled there and allowing, you know, people to walk over you and, and, and take your time to where you're not even focusing on yourself, how you truly should and stuff. And then through that chronic stress, we start to create these habits, unhealthy habits like smoking, overeating, secluding ourselves. And, you know, we want to to create a healthy habit. So we work out. However, we're working out in ways that is not um, happy. What the heck? That's not healthy for the body. You know, we're working out hours on end. We're not eating enough to fuel our body for these workouts. We're not resting and things of that nature. This literally impacts our physical health, even if we are consistently active and working out. 
even then, because with working out, you have to give yourself adequate rest. You have to give yourself the right foods, the right things to help you manage what you're doing so your body's functioning correctly internally and allowing yourself for proper recovery. This includes our sleep habits, our eating habits, how our mental and emotional state is and being alert and focused to know where we are and if what we are doing is beneficial to our body. You know, it's super, super important because going through these things and exercising with no proof of results, no proof of the results that you're looking for can be confusing. It can cause confusion and drive you to work out harder, making things worse because you are trying to fix the wrong thing. So you up cardio, you up how long you're working out because you're not losing any weight. But you're not realizing that the stress that you're under, whether it be from work, family or what have you, is what's driving your weight gain because of how the cortisol is being released in your body. It's constantly in this alarm mode, not allowing your bodily functions to work as they should. Uh, You could be, um, you know, self-medicating with food, alcohol, alcohol. no sleep, you know, binging on social media or something like that. And all that stuff can impact how your body loses weight and what it retains and releases. And we really, really have to pay attention to that because we don't. (laughs) We really don't pay attention to it. We think it's one thing. So we increase the amount of cardio. We eat less food, less calories. And oh, it's just a whole hot mess. And we're making things worse for our bodies. So if you haven't guessed it, what I'm trying to say is, Stress can play a very huge negative factor in your fitness journey. So let's take a look at a few things, right? I have three questions and then I'm going to talk a little bit about something and we'll go back to them. Three things to think about when you are stressed. What is your coping mechanism and is it healthy? How long do you feel relief after utilizing that coping mechanism? Do you know what the root cause of your stress is? Okay, so real quick, through all of this, are you seeking God first or are you handling it all on your own? Are you leaning on your own understanding of what the situation is and um, adjusting accordingly? We tend to not allow him to work through us and show us what he can do And sometimes that is allowing him to show us where we need to take a step back and be better stewards of our body. He gave us these vessels to protect them and to strengthen them so we're able to fight the battles that come against us. We not only need spiritual endurance, we need that physical endurance as well. You know, there is a such thing as spiritual warfare. If you don't know what it is, Google it. Google it. All that is, is really, you know, that's when the enemy is constantly coming up against us in one way, shape or form. And we need to be in a position to be able to fight that because it comes in many forms. Okay. It comes against our families. It comes against our mental capacity. It comes against our bodies. It comes against our homes. It comes in our workplace. And we need to be able to manage the stress that comes from it. So it doesn't bring us down and and put us in this place of, of fight or flight, of constant struggle, 
constant chronic stress and not realizing it. And we do self-medicating things to help manage it. So again, emotional eating, I had a problem with that. Alcoholism, overexerting ourselves through exercise, smoking, things of that nature and stuff. And we're going to dig a little bit more about into that. So let's go back to those questions I um, asked a few minutes ago and let's let's break them down one by one. So the first question I had asked was, when you are stressed, what is your coping mechanism and is it healthy? Okay, so again, like I was saying, one of my coping me- mechanisms was, is emotional eating. So I get stressed out, things get frustrated, and I'm like, I need a cookie. <laughs> give me some soda, give me some cake, you know, something something that gives me instant gratification, you know, that 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 is good to my taste buds and makes me happy for a short period of time, (laughs) a short period of time. And sometimes I don't even realize that I do it. You know, I can get me a little bag of candy and tear it up and not even realize it all in one sitting. You know, one of those like bags of candies that you would like maybe take to the movies and eat like half of it. No, I'll finish it. I will finish it. And that is not healthy. That doesn't help me any. Because if I'm going through any kind of stress, I mean, I don't have chronic stress, but if I'm stressing out and it's lasting, you know, three, four weeks or something, that's three, four weeks of emotional eating. That's three, four weeks of empty calories, loads of sugar, weight gain, which messes with our hormones, which messes with our moods and, you know, turns us into these cranky people because we're tired and sluggish and we don't want to work out because we feel sluggish and all those things. Like, how does that help? How does that help? That leads to the next question. How long do you feel relief after utilizing that coping mechanism? So if I'm an emotional eater, it's not going to be that long. It's not going to be that long. I'm going to, you know, eat my junk food and be good for a little bit and then it's going to come back. You know, and that can be with anything. You 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 know, you can get stressed, you'll be at work, whatever. I'm going to take my 15-minute break and smoke two cigarettes. How long is that going to last? I'm going to get home and I'm going to have me a shot. I'm going to have a drink. I'm going to take in these spirits, these distilled spirits, as they call it, and allow it to calm me down and fill me with other things that uh, don't help me whatsoever. And I don't know, maybe those couple drinks will turn into several. And then I'm knocked out, drunk, waking up the next day with a headache, regretting my decisions, regretting drinking, thinking it was going to help me and it just made me feel worse. How is that healthy? And that leads to the biggest question. Do you know what the root cause of your stress is? This is something you really have to think about and look at. If you are looking you know, back at these two questions and identifying what your coping mechanism is and that you're doing it consistently over and over and over and over and it's not healthy, then you know you need to figure out what that root cause is. Um. You know, like I was telling you guys back in 2020, when um, I started therapy and stuff, you know, which I started doing because, um, what is it called? I'm losing, I'm having a brain fart. Um, I was having, I wanted to, to do therapy because of the grief I wasn't addressing with my brother-in-law's passing, which was in 2018. And... While that was something I needed therapy for, 
in that in that time with my therapist therapist I realized that the root cause of how I was feeling was so much more deeper and for whatever reason the passing of my brother-in-law just brought more of that to the surface and then you know on top of that um we when I started doing therapy it was also during COVID and stuff so we had all the time in the world to be thinking about stuff (laughs) we weren't allowed to go anywhere we had all the time in the world to be thinking about stuff so you know aside from that and dealing with the things that I did which I'm not going to go through again you know you want to know more about it take a look at the first season and you'll be able to um, listen about you know my the stress I was under the confidence issues and all those things like that and stuff but what I I had to do was really get to the root cause of all my stress because what we don't realize is that we never address a root cause and you know it starts to grow and then we have all these branches coming out of it all these different extensions that are connected to that root cause and we don't even realize it because we just are starting to bury these these stressors with self-medicating options (laughs) so working out to block how you feel emotional eating to block how you feel drinking smoking and all those things or whatever you know we're using all these things to 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 put a band-aid on something that is just gonna burst wide open so you really really whether you want to or not you know most of the time we don't want to do this but you got to figure out what it is you have to figure out what it is you owe it to yourself you owe it to god and and those around you especially if you have kids because if we're not addressing these things all we're doing is holding on to it so it can bleed onto them and they grow up and do the exact same things that we're doing the exact same things that we're doing we need to break those generational curses we need to break those habits and not allow our kids to learn them we want them to learn the healthier habits on how to cope with things, how to address how they're feeling, how not to suppress it, how to be able to talk through it so they can can make sure they're addressing whatever it is so they can continue to move forward and not look back, not look back or be drugged back to whatever it was that brought them down in the first place. So <clears throat> with my root cause in, in the stressing, the stress that I had and stuff that just kind of bled into so many things because I never addressed it over years. It kept accumulating and getting bigger and stronger and stuff. And I kept trying to find ways to deal with it. I was looking at different things to do. I wasn't looking, you know, to God for him to to examine me and and clean me up and stuff, but the therapy was definitely a good start for me. I identified what my root cause was at that time and it allowed me to not only examine myself but the situation so I could determine okay, what do I need to do to get past this so I can start creating healthy boundaries healthy habits, things that are going to help me grow, things that are going to help me grow because I was on a whole life journey. (laughs) It wasn't just about the fitness, but I'm saying stress and fitness because we don't realize how much of all the baggage we hold on to affects our fitness. You know, we all want to be healthy. We want to, you know, lose some weight. We want to be strong and you know, have nice bodies and stuff like that. But if we're carrying and holding on to all this baggage, that's not allowing us to be our best selves. (laughs) How are you going to be able to apply it to your fitness? Think about it. 
How are you going to apply it to your fitness? If you're struggling with something, you're going to bring that struggle into whatever you're doing. You may not think that and you may be fighting to yourself thinking, I don't have that problem, but you do. You might still have it, you know, and I'm I'm probably talking to somebody right now. You don't think you have any stresses. You don't think you're chronic with your stress. However, you are constantly looking for, um, not looking for, but you're constantly just on the go. And not on the go, like having a good time in life, um, living it up with your friends and stuff. You know what we do when we're like in our mid-20s and stuff like that. I mean, like from the time you get up and you force yourself out of bed to do a workout without eating anything before or after you go straight to work to be stressed out by, you know, the functions of your job and you don't eat all day long, but you have several cups of coffee, you know, maybe you even decide to have a cookie or two because it made you feel good at that time. And then, you you know, smoke some cigarettes, you go home to work out again for whatever reason or maybe have a drink and stuff like that and you kind of just hang up not hang up you kind of just hang on your phone looking at social media and stuff getting frustrated seeing people doing things that you want to do but you don't really have the time for it and then you go to bed you go to bed with all these thoughts in your head so you go to bed just to marinate on all that stuff for like eight hours and that right there like that was a mind-blowing thing for me because I actually heard that in today's sermon they were talking about time and and our pastor Arthur he said that he was like you you know you're getting ready to go to bed but you're on your phone looking at the news or looking at all these negative things just to turn around and close your eyes with that in your head in your mind possibly dream about it marinate on it for eight hours I was like no sir we ain't doing that I'm gonna be a little bit more conscious of that even today um But yeah, like you have to think about those things, like really think about it. Take inventory of your time and what you're doing. Is it healthy? Is it healthy? Are you constantly fighting some kind of stress because you are holding on to it and don't want to give it to God? Really think about that. It makes a huge impact. And, you know, we're going to take it a little bit further. Think about this, you know, all the stress that you're going to and stuff. And then say you do work out, right? You say you do work out. And instead of getting those happy hormones, those those really good endorphins and stuff like that, after your workout, you feel even worse, even more exhausted. And then you're sitting there thinking, dang, when was the last time I ate? When was the last time I drank some water? Take inventory of your day. Take inventory of how your mood is during the day. Take inventory about of how many times you got frustrated and turned to some unhealthy habit to fight that frustration. And ask yourself, could I be doing something better? Really think about it. It's super important, you guys. Trust me, been there, done that. I went years in stress not realizing it pretending I was happy don't do that to yourselves guys we have so much to live for people to live for a God to serve who wants to give us everything and anything in the whole world he wants to give us life and life more abundantly I don't know about y'all but I'm trying to receive all that and do what it is that I need to do 
So think about what I talked about here. Ask yourself some questions. If you have questions for me, ask me some questions. Not going to go very you know long on this and stuff. It's just those are the things to think about. When you are stressed, what is your coping mechanism and is it healthy? How long do you feel relief after utilizing that coping mechanism? Do you know what the root cause of your stress is? Answer those questions and get to work. There's so many resources around that are really good for you that can be used. So until next time, my friends, think about those things. Seek God in his word. Allow him to speak to you. Let him lead you and guide you because he knows all things and he wants you to know all the things that he knows. He's ready to give them to you. Let the Holy Spirit speak to you. Until then, my friends, I pray that you receive something from this. I pray that it helps you to understand and realize what steps you need to do to make any necessary changes. And that from today, going forward, you know that it'll get better. Because guess what? It will. I have 100% faith in that. Believe in you and the things that you do. Believe in God and what he has for you. And most of all, my friends, do it fearfully. Thank you so much for tuning in to Faith, Inspire, and Transform with Simo. I truly hope that what I've been sharing resonates with you in some way. As I continue to grow in my journey, I pray you are as well. So be sure to follow me on Instagram at Simo underscore DFFit and click on the link in my bio to subscribe to my newsletter to stay in the know with everything I am doing and what I have coming up. Until next time, have faith in what God is doing in you, inspire those around you, and transform your life.